Hello, everybody. This week, I received a one-sentence email. A question, actually. It's a question I get asked a lot, and I never thought about creating a podcast around it until the wellness professional sent me a follow-up thank you note. I'll share her entire note later, but it was her closing that provoked me to create today's podcast. She closed with, Thank you so much, Mo. Don't you think I'm probably one of many who would benefit from what you shared with me? And you know what? She is right. So on today's podcast, episode IWPP310, I'll be sharing with you Shana's fabulous question along with the action steps and resources that she found helpful. Build the wellness business you want now. While your clients attain the wellness they want, guaranteed. You already have what it takes. You just need to know how to use it. Build the Wellness Business You Want host Mo Orlovsky was in the wellness business for more than three decades before founding websites mo-well.com and i-we.co, the web hub for wellness professionals like yourself. Mo is dedicated to sharing the tools you need to build the wellness business you want because she knows you already have what it takes. You just need to know how to use it. Build the wellness business you want starts now. So here we go. Another episode of Build the Wellness Business You Want, where I'm addressing a question sent to me via email. First off, I love the engagement. So keep those questions coming. And now it's even easier to find me because I've created a go-to space for you for the resources I recommend on this podcast. It's buildthewellnessbusinessyouwant.com. Once there, we've got a cute little pop-up so you can now even message me. You can also join me when I'm live on i-we.co Facebook page or continue to email me from where you can find Mo supporting you page. It's all there, ready for you. So today's question, that one-liner sent to me via email, was this. Mo, how do you know I have what it takes? Maybe she meant it sweetly, maybe sarcastically. Either way, this one sentence question was loud and clear that she herself was doubting it. And it's not a new question. I hear this a lot because I say a lot. You already have what it takes. You just need a little help to know how to use it. And I believe it. Here is just a small sampling of how I know. First off, no one in the holistic wellness realm goes into the field without the desire to help others. Two, any one of you taking the time to listen to this podcast, taking action, seeking out advice on building your wellness business means you're trying to figure out how to get a very special message out there so it can help others. This means you have something valuable to share. Three, Being in the business for more than three and a half decades, I absolutely know it takes a tremendous amount of work, dedication, finances to actually learn, plan, tie in your life experience, eliminate what doesn't work, put into place what does before you are even ever paid to share your valuable information in the wellness fields. Now that happens for a multitude of reasons that we need to get over, but that's a whole nother podcast. The point is you have done and are doing a 
tremendous amount of work trying to figure out the best way to help someone else. Four, the majority of wellness professionals have more than one certification, more than one degree. They are constant lifelong learners. I have never, ever met a wellness professional who is not on the path of the next and the next piece of additional education information, taking a webinar, reading the next magazine article. They're always, always looking to add to their arsenal of helpful information. So I know each and every one of you has more than enough helpful information to help others right now. Five, wellness professionals share what they know all the time every day for free. So it's not that you don't have something to share. It's you don't have the systematic way to make sure you're paid for it. Six, you don't prescribe things. As a wellness professional, you help inform, educate, describe, help others visualize. You do everything in your power to help someone understand what is going on so they can make better decisions about what their body needs. Sharing what you know, your information, to those who are looking for it in an attempt to help them attain the wellness they want. You don't need more expertise than you have right now today because you've been where they are. This brings me to the first exercise I shared with Shana that she found helpful. Here's what I asked her to do. And because I know as a podcast listener, you're typically in the midst of doing other things. Just know you have access to the four action steps in a PDF I created for you, the links to the two resources I'll be sharing, and direct viewing capability to the two videos I'm recommending here. All you have to do later is go over to buildthewellnessbusinessyouwant.com, choose podcast IWPP310. Here are the four action steps. Step one, take just a few minutes and think through your wellness history, jotting it down. Refrain from editing, simply jog your memory and start writing. This is just for you to work with. No one else is going to see it. And if it wasn't you, but it was a relative, your child, a parent or spouse, write that wellness history down. Then, using a highlighter, identify points in time where shifts occurred, good shifts, bad shifts, Place a number by each. So the first one that you highlight, put a one. The second one, the number two. These numbers are just gonna make it easier to refer to later. They're not ranking anything. Three, refer to these numbers and write down what did you try? Who were you reaching out to? What was the support you had or did not have at these junctures of transition? When finished, you go through this list and pick out what worked as well as who was helpful, how they were helpful in each of these transitions or situations. And lastly, write out what you've continued to do since resolving the wellness challenge or challenges. How has what you learned from your experience and your practical education evolved since? How has it morphed into something that is helpful to others. This exercise has been useful to many wellness professionals who came to me and in their initial practitioner session saying, I know I have information that I can help others. I just don't know if I have what it takes in order to build the wellness business I want to live off of right now. Using the exercise as the first step helped them to clarify where they were and what they had to offer. You can do the very same. 
it helps you see that you do have what it takes to start now. And it's really not the issue that is standing between you and building the wellness business you want right now. So Shana had her aha moments. I definitely have what it takes is what she was saying to me. And she wanted to meet up in a practitioner session because she wanted to speed things along. So we did. We got focused next on the other items that were holding her in the state of, I don't really know if I have what it takes. We revisited the idea that continuing education is her safety zone. It's a place where wellness professionals feel they're making progress even without current clients because the promise of even more to offer prospective clients is satisfying. This makes it a very safe zone to keep returning to when things aren't going well when you're starting out in your business. It allows you to push pause. You don't need to feel the experience of rejection over and over. You haven't failed at your business yet because you're still in the developmental stage. You're adding to your expertise. Everyone accepts that. You're an up and coming wellness expert. So education, continuing to add another certificate, another title, another degree is the place that Shana was going to still stay in the wellness field, but not putting herself out there fully. Plus, there was an added benefit to her. In these courses, even if they were online or webinars that were taped, it fulfilled her need for camaraderie with fellow students. She was with others that think like her. This is why taking the step to be in a minimum of three networking groups is crucial. I always talk about that. I talk about it in webinars. I talk about it in all the courses. I still do it today. When you are in business, you must be in minimally three networking places that are live, that have accountability, and have similar goals that you do. To expand on that a bit more, check out the Financial Stability Blueprint. Networking is a must when you're looking for financial stability. So continuing education for Shana, which is an important aspect of building your wellness business. Once you have your initial certification, education, life experience, it's time to establish your business. And then you can inject continued education later along the way. You can have as many titles and certifications that you want, but they should be reserved to grow the offerings that you presently have that will benefit the clients you presently work with. If your goal is to build the wellness business you want now, adding more and more title certifications, education degrees prior to establishing your business will not help you be where you want to be in six months or a year when it comes to building your foundation of your wellness business. Because at the end of that new class, that certification, that education that you now have under your belt, you'll be standing where you are today, wanting to build the wellness business you want, getting your initial clients. So by uncovering what was behind Shana's feelings that she should get yet another title of certification helped her see that she has what it takes to start now and it's more productive to work toward her goal of building her wellness business phase one by addressing her need for camaraderie. So she got into groups, real groups that give, take, have accountability in real relationships. And then she was ready to address the next typical thing that's holding wellness professionals in the state of, I'm not sure I've got what it takes. What is it that she feels is biting at her heels, giving her an uneasy feeling about building her wellness business, about being out there and attracting new clients? Well, it turns out that she, like so many, logically knows what she has to share has helped her and even helped others make real life altering transformations. 
but she has the nagging feeling that getting herself out there fully where she's attracting clients toward her will somehow expose that she does not have all the answers, that she isn't really qualified to share her knowledge, that maybe it won't work for others. This is totally common. As a matter of fact, it's one of the top three hurdles listed of the over 2,000 professionals I surveyed. Everyone has a confidence hurdle, not necessarily with their subject matter, but they have a confidence hurdle about opinions that surround the subject matter that they're an expert in. Confidence is all tied up into the reason for the initial one question email that Shane has sent. Mo, how do you know I have what it takes? She was looking to have someone on her side. She wanted an answer. She wanted to fall back on. Tell me what it is that will give me the confidence, that will bring me the confidence and the reason for me to be out there. Confidence is the reason many of you keep looking, and not just you, I did it too, looking for more education, more certification, more titles. It's because you deal with the fact that you are in a field with what feels like a constant upward battle. Why? Because integrative wellness is not easily understood. That's a huge, great module I have in two of the courses, The Confidence Killer, as well as The Attracting Your Message, where we go through that integrated wellness professionals means nothing to the general population. I have entire Zoom calls with integrated wellness students, who, who uh, professional students who tell me, oh, but I'm a hypnotherapist. I'm like, I, they don't know what you do. People don't know what integrative wellness means. They don't know what integrative nutrition means. They don't know what a naturopath doctor means. They don't know what you do. They don't have a concept in their mind like they do of an MD. You go to an MD and they prescribe you something. This is difficult for integrative MDs when they try to explain the idea of looking at the body as a whole. So integrative wellness, looking at the whole picture, not just the whole body, but the whole picture of the client, the internal, the external, the past, the present, the future, the angst, the hopes of the client's physical and emotional well-being. It can still be seen as out there. It's not as out there as over three decades ago when I began, but the resistance and unknown is still high. You know you experienced it yourself. So you anticipate correctly that your clients will experience it and you want to be able to answer back up every doubt, every question that comes your way. That's just for starters, because as a wellness professional, you are also very busy building the type of relationships that help you connect with your client. It takes great empathy when it comes to holding the entire client while tactfully pulling out the one piece at a time for them to take action so they are successful. And after expending all that energy, the care that you have placed in your thoughtful collection and then dissemination of information for your client, the feedback can be disheartening because the reality is this whole integrative process, it doesn't have a whole lot of cheerleaders hanging around saying this information you are sharing is amazing. You're asking for a person to change. You're asking them to have a new perspective on how they care for themselves. You're asking them to take 
on things that are different than the societal norm. When your client leaves gun-ho only to come home and realize their family members don't like the changes you're making and they don't want expectations placed on them to change, what happens is they start questioning, well, how do they know what they're taking on? How do they know it's the right thing? Who proves that? We've been doing this forever. The lack of support and even the opposition may be something that they have to successfully overcome and they're going to need your help to do it. Friends will be questioning them, co-workers, and even the allopathic professionals that they have dependent on may not be of the mindset of integrative wellness. So they'll be challenging the changes that you're hoping can help your client attain the wellness they want. They'll come up against food doesn't matter to what you're experiencing. Just take this to relieve your symptom. Oh, any exercise will do. Just move. Emotions, they have nothing to do with your physical state. That's in the past. The dogma is so ingrained and you are so well aware of it that it creates a hesitation for you to be out there because you would have to address a ton of opposition. So what's happening here is you feel you have to scurry around getting more and more certifications behind you, proof behind you before you help others. Bringing me to the next two resources to help alleviate that for you. Shana found them to be extremely helpful in supporting her confidence. The first is titled Doctoring Data how to sort out medical advice from medical nonsense. In it is a very powerful quote, just one of many that you can use to help bolster your confidence as well as parcel out ones at the appropriate times that will help your clients. The one quote that really got me from the beginning is from the editor of the New England Medical Journal. I believe it's helpful for all integrative wellness professionals, including the integrated MDs I have worked with when they present me with research and I show them why on a cellular level it doesn't make sense to me. And here's the quote, it is simply no longer possible to believe much that is published or to rely on the judgment of trusted physicians or authoritative medical guidelines. And I take no pleasure in this conclusion which I slowly and reluctantly over my two decades as an editor of the New England Journal of Medicine, end quote. This resource, Doctoring Data, has helped many of my students when preparing their most feared objectives. They used it as a resource so that they could, with confidence, present the cellular education that I gave them so they can apply their expertise right down to the cellular level and use logic as well as the research to help ease the minds of others. This way, whether it was with a one-on-one -on -one client or in a group, they could share the benefits of, say, saturated fat. We'll just use that as example or exercise. They could then back it up with how the cell uses it for the structure and machinery information and energy of the cell. And they had in their back pocket the way to address objections when different research sources came up because they could take it apart and, and offer a counter opinion, which helped to make the logical explanation that they were presentation about the benefit to the cell much more powerful for all those involved. It great, gives tremendous confidence when you have this much preparation when you're in front of people. The second resource, I do not have the, it's not on the tip of my tongue because I haven't 
um, recommended it for a long period of time. As a matter of fact, it's only been recently. But I will add it, and its premise is the same, except for it's in nicer sound bites. So um, when it comes to fat, when it comes to movement, it just kind of goes through and debunks how society has been misled. And it's also by an MD and how he's taken on a different approach. The whole newest study says thing is a big deal. I address this with my students all the time. You have to know how to address the newest study says because that is going to be with you for the entire time that you are in business. Now Shana's response to these two resources amazing, powerful. I did not think I would reach this level of confidence. Placing these resources into my hands has been nothing short of miraculous from my perspective, Mo. Thank you. So that was great. We tapped into the things that were truly holding her back, keeping her from really understanding that she has what it takes, and we wrapped it up by addressing the third struggle that we identified when it comes to Shana not being sure she had what it takes, and that was, are there really other professionals who want and will refer to me? Is there really a need others have that I can fulfill? And here I referred her to two videos. One, a TED Talk where Rishi Manchanda, I'm not sure about the pronunciation, but he talks about what makes clients sick and practitioners should look upstream, meaning what is in the patient's environment as an example and that a network of people can help here, not just handing out a medication. That's a really great TED Talk to know that you are the person that can be helping them. And if you address professionals out there in a way and show them what you have to offer for their particular clients that match up with your offerings, with your experience, with your expertise, you will be able to find a network with those who will refer to you. Then the second video was Escape Fire the fight to rescue American healthcare. It is a must see. It will give you some startling statistics that you can share with clients and it offers professionals backing up what you are trying to do. You, be, you see, because it shows MDs and NPs who really want to work integratively with their clients, but they find they really can't even begin to provide what they need to help the person who is seeking help from them. The time allotment doesn't allow it. These resources are there for you when you are in those moments where you start to question yourself, do I really have what it takes? Because the answer is a resounding yes, you do, in more ways than just your expertise, but you also have a type of freedom that others who would like to be doing what you do don't have. You can set up your business the way you want it. That is why it's build the wellness business you want. You. Want to spend time with a group of people? You do. You want to do one-on-one -on -one sessions and take two hours? You do. You want to create a guide? You do. You want to communicate in between via Skype, via emails, lives? You do. So when you look at it from the other point of view, you have exactly what it takes to help those who need what you have to offer. What is missing isn't your expertise. It's the knowing of how to set yourself up so you can be out there helping those who need you. You are needed. Use the resources from today to reinvigorate your dedication to building the wellness business you want. Now, then take one focus step each and every moment that you have to strategically build the business aspect of your business that is needed to establish it. 
Being in the integrated wellness field isn't for the timid, and you know that. So plan accordingly. Get the material organized that supports your expertise. Get past the notion that you need more and more expertise right now. Focus instead on how many times it ran through your head, if only I could find someone to help me. Because that's what ran through my head when I was so desperately seeking the wellness I wanted. Add all those additional certifications, titles, education you want to expand your wellness business in phase two, the expansion phase. But for today, get laser focused on the six steps it takes to build your wellness business. And if you're new here, that's episode 307. When you do come to the realization that you have what it takes, it's pretty amazing. And you'll agree as Shana did when she wrote, Mo, you are right. I do have what it takes. Your willingness to take my sarcasm, which I sent because I was once again down on myself, frustrated, and on the verge of quitting from the umpteenth time. Plus, I really figured you weren't going to open my email. But you took my sarcasm. Seriously, you got on a call with me. You listened to my perspective, my frustrations and overwhelm, and you pointed me to unbelievable resources that undid every strand of what I was suffering with. You shared your decades of experience. It has been a tremendous help. My perspective on where my focus should be is clear, organized, and I'm finally taking each step to build the wellness business I want right now. And it is paying off. I hope to hear that from you. I look forward to hearing from you as you explore each of the resources from today. Plus, I hope we meet up over on Facebook Live. Check out the i-we Facebook page sometime soon. You've got this. You are needed. So don't wait to get more ducks in a row. Gather more information, more big systems in place. Head over to the i-we.co website for resources that will help you do all that along the way. Subscribe to Build the Wellness Business You Want posts and podcasts. Use today's Build the Wellness Business You Want episode information, putting it into action. Building the wellness business you want. That way, you'll be ready for the next episode. You already have what it takes. Now, take what you learned today and use it.